Hey guys, welcome to episode number 591 of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. I recorded this a little bit earlier today on Monday, March 18th, 2019. I am a little bit hesitant about what I recorded because I feel like I've made this commitment to my community that says, listen, I will never produce another episode unless I know before I hit the record button exactly the message I'm looking to share and that I've created a roadmap about how I'm going to take you there. And well... I got to admit to you that as I'm getting ready to leave for social media marketing world, I hadn't even thought about what am I going to share in an episode. And today I'm looking at my to-do list. I'm leaving for social media marketing world tomorrow. I'm like, I should really record episode 591 of the Cliff Ravenscraft show. Hey, here are some topics. Hmm, let's see. Uh, moving my domains to Cloudflare? How would people even be interested in that? Well, guess what? It gets talked about in this episode. Preparing for my social media marketing 2019 talk, the workshop that I'm getting ready to uh, do at, in San Diego, will that be of interest to anybody? I don't know. We'll just put it on the list here. Thriving marriage workshop with my wife. Well, let's talk about that. Free the dream planning is coming up. Okay. New mastermind group opportunity. That one you might be interested in. Anyway, uh, inbox zero achieved for the first time this year and using Trello. And then there were two topics that I didn't actually get into this episode. Just to let you know here at the open of this episode that when I hit the record button, all I had was a list of topics that may or may not be of interest to anyone. So if you are tuning into the Cliff Ravenscraft show, looking for a podcast episode that has a host that has clearly prepared ahead of time exactly what message he wants to share with you and knows exactly the path that he's going to take you through to deliver that message in a carefully prepared episode, this is not the episode for you. But it is about an hour long, and it will keep you company, and you may find some value in it. And if that's of interest to you, here you go. Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the World. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And I am super excited to be here. This is my second attempt to record this episode. Actually, I was successful recording my first 11 minutes and 41 seconds. And then you're not going to believe what happened. I felt just a little bit of a tickle in my throat and I figured I'm going to cough. Rather than letting the recorder continue on and then just editing that part out, I chose to hit that fancy little pause button on my Roland recorder. And well, I did that. I coughed, cleared my throat, everything's ready to go. And then I hit the button on the recorder again and I continued to talk with all sorts of excitement. So many amazing things that was on my heart to share with you. And about eight more minutes later, I look at the recorder, and this little red light is blinking, which means that, yeah, I might have hit the pad 
on the front of the recorder, but I did not depress it hard enough to take it out of pause. That means that there was about eight and a half minutes worth of audio that was not recorded, and so here I am. I'm starting all over again. Guys, I am super excited to be here this week. Um, I, it's, I'm recording this on Monday again. I, typically, in the past, I've always released episodes on Fridays, and I haven't done that in a while. I've been recording a lot of episodes on Mondays. I, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to capture uh, some competition with my great friend Ray Edwards. I know he releases his on Monday morning. So anyway, I, for whatever reason, I've been recording pretty consistently on Mondays. I don't know if I'm going to continue to do that, but here I am recording on Monday, March 18th, 2018, and I wanted to record something before leaving for San Diego. Because I, I know that I'm going to be very busy in San Diego this week, networking with hundreds of my peers. I love going to this event every single year where hundreds of like-minded peers, people who are creating things that mean the world to them, thing, people out there who are consistently creating work, doing work and creating content products and services that really tap in to who they are and why they are here on this earth. People who are doing work that they love. I know that that doesn't describe everyone who attends this event, but it does describe a majority of the people that I connect with every single year in San Diego, and I'm looking forward to it. And I've also been very honored to be very close personal friends with the guy who puts the conference on, Michael Stelsner. He happens to be a member of the Green Room Mastermind that I facilitate. And every year, I've had this amazing opportunity to speak at this incredible event where thousands of people attend. And this year is going to be slightly different for me. See, in every single year prior to this one, I spoke in a general session for Social Media Marketing World on the topic of podcasting. My sessions were usually, I think they were 45 minutes, and I had 45 minutes, and I was always invited to come and speak on the topic of podcasting. But this year, not the case. As you guys know, I made a transition in September of 2017. I made an announcement and said, listen, I know it's been a decade, and I've you know, I've, I've helped tens of thousands of people successfully launch a podcast through my brand as Podcast Answer Man. But for several years, I felt called that, that there's something more important that I need to do in this world. And quite frankly, I, I've come to the place where my opening up my email inbox every single day and seeing 20 or 30 different technical questions. Cliff, can you tell me what cable I need to be able to pull this off? I have this, I have this recorder and I have this mixer and I, and I can't figure out what cable I need to go from this to this. Can you help me with that? I have a real quick question for you. And those things were just eating up a lot of my time and energy in it. And I just felt like there's a lot of people who could answer that question and certainly I can answer that question, but it's not its not the area where I want to impact people's lives the most. It's not what I feel most called to do. And so I, I, made, a, I made a very intentional decision to pretty much 
set aside the podcast Answer Man brand and pursue Mindset Answer Man. In a similar way, there was a time back in 2007, 10 years before that, just so happened to be September 2007, I was an insurance agent making a great living, very successful selling auto, home, life, business, and health insurance. And I had people who were consistently coming to me. But at the time, I, I realized there was something more I wanted to do in this world. And I wanted to be I, the, the number, spending eight hours in an insurance office answering the phone and, and you know, taking people's 17-digit VIN numbers for their new car that they just added and then uh, adding that to their insurance policy, printing off proof of insurance cards and faxing, yes, they still fax in the insurance offices, faxing that proof of insurance to the courthouse. You know, that, that there was something more important that I was drawn to in September 2007. And I'm like, I've got to find a way to be able to do this work I feel most called to do in this world I got to find a way to make a living that affords me the opportunity to do this connection that I have with people, this encouraging others through the content that I was creating, creating content that entertains, educates, encourages, and inspires people, knowing for a fact that there were thousands of people around the world who were hearing my voice through all of the content that I was creating, and it was having a extremely profound and positive and powerful impact in their lives. I had to get out of the day job. I had to get out of that insurance career to pursue that work. Because what happened was I wanted to spend those eight hours during the day responding to all these emails and 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 then outlining new content that I wanted to create for those people based upon the common things that kept, themes that kept coming up over and over again. I was like, man, what if I had a resource where I could just point people back to an episode where I covered that because I'm answering this question five, ten times a week. And and before I know it, I developed a plan to leave my career in insurance and I pursued podcasting full-time, and I figured the way to make a living was by teaching people how to podcast. It was a marketable skill I had at the time, and it seemed to be the most appropriate skill for me to lean in on when it came to financially making ends meet for our family and doing the work that I felt most called to do in the world. And I did that for 10 years extremely successfully after the first year. First year, not so successfully. I, I mean, I did it successfully. We did not go out and have to borrow money or anything like that. We, we did, I mean, we, we remained debt-free through the process, but boy, I did not generate the amount of income that I had hoped to generate in that first year. But I learned from every experience, all the mistakes. All, I learned all, about all the things that I didn't know well, I, okay, I learned a lot of things that I didn't know. There's all sorts of things I still don't know today. There are things that I know that I still am not implementing. I mean, we're always growing, right? But boy, after about a decade, I got to where, quite frankly, podcasting came pretty easy to me. And I had built a, a significant name for myself. I've I've helped over 10, or no, yeah, helped over 10,000 people successfully launch a podcast. Actually, I think it's tens of thousands. Uh, I think it's probably in the 20 to 30,000 people who have gone through all of my various free materials and then my one-off paid resources. Sometimes I forget about those one-off paid resources. 
But then I think it's uh, 700 or 800 people who went through podcasting A to Z at my four-week online training program. So, I mean, I, I, I developed a great client pace and, and a significant amount of income through doing all of that. But there came a time in September 2017 where um, I felt like doing another four-week session of podcasting A to Z and opening up my email inbox every day to answer questions about people's cables and mixer settings and what buttons do they need to press and where do the knobs need to be. It got to the place where that was taking up almost as much time as a full eight-hour day answering people's questions or uh, adding people's cars and faxing insurance, proof of insurance to courthouses. It it became the same type of work. And so I made that transition. I, I left podcast answer man. So I left, actually, I left I left insurance answer man for podcast answer man. And then 10 years later, I left podcast answer man to where I am now. I would, I call myself mindset answer man. In fact, I own the domain mindsetanswerman.com. Check it out. Uh, mindsetanswerman.com. So I, I made that transition. And so I always wondered when I made this transition, what opportunities would go away? And I knew that there, the thing is, is I expected certain opportunities to go away. And one thing I wa- wondered was, would I be invited to speak again at Social Media Marketing World? I know that Mike's my friend. I know that he's in my green room mastermind. But the question is, is would I be, I mean, I know that I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to be speaking about podcasting forever. I did it, I did it again last year, but it, I was able to kind of fit it in because today, if you were to ask me, Cliff, how do you identify who you are professionally? And I say that I am a business mentor and life, a business mentor, life coach, and motivational speaker. That's how I define who I am today. And so last year, my topic was uh, how to build a profitable online business around your podcasting efforts. So that was my talk at Social Media Marketing World last year, and it gave me the opportunity to tap into that uh, business mentor side of who I am and what I do today, which was awesome. But then something unique happened for Social Media Marketing World 2019. There, uh, Mike and his team made a decision to get rid of what they called the creator track. So they're not doing an entire track devoted just to the topic of podcasting this year. And I think they also decided not to do an entire track related to blogging this year. It's not that they think that podcasting or blogging is not valuable, that it doesn't draw people. The reality is, is that Podcasting has a a significant conference or actually has several conferences now. And also, uh, in fact, uh, podcasting, if anything, is is massively growing and still growing like by leaps and bounds. But um, for whatever reason, they decided to, to, to cut the creator track. So I'm like, okay, well, I probably won't be invited this year to speak. And that's okay. I'll still go just to hang out with all of my my peers and Stuff like that. I mean, it, it's an incredible event. So I, I want to go out there and support Mike and his team and and everything. And uh, when it came time for Mike to decide who's speaking, he he says, "Cliff, I'd like to talk to you about social media marketing world." I'm like, "Okay." And he says, "I'd like to give you a workshop this year." And I'm like, "Whoa, that's awesome! I love that." It's like, and then I'm like, "Okay, but I wonder what he wants me to speak on." And he says, "How about if you did a session on all about like 
I don't know, maybe how to develop a mindset to achieve any goal. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He says, no, seriously. And I'm like, dude, I am so on that. Now, if you guys don't realize what the workshops are, workshops are something that they introduced a few years ago. And these are hosted on Wednesday. Uh, I mean, it it used to be people would sign up for Social Media Marketing World, and they'd come in on Wednesday night and register, and then everything really kicks off. All of the concurrent sessions and everything, the programming starts on Thursday, and it goes all day Thursday and all day Friday with a big networking party, I think, Wednesday, or one one of the evenings anyway. But a couple of years ago, they added a couple extra options for those who have the all-access ticket. They created these workshops that are held on Wednesday afternoons. And now, when I did my sessions at Social Media Marketing World in the past, I had a 45-minute session on the, you know, on podcasting. And during my session, if you wanted to come to it, you made a decision to either come to my session or one of the other concurrent sessions that happened to be going on somewhere else in the San Diego Convention Center, or I think it was in the Hilton the first year or something like that. Anyway, the the reality is is that there were not just a few other sessions you could have chose, but I think there are like 14 other sessions. And it could have potentially been even more than that. I'm not sure. There's a lot of other concurrent sessions going on at the same time in this giant convention center the last several years. And when it comes to workshops on Wednesday, there are not as many concurrent sessions. And I've got a couple of my peers, a couple of my close friends who have done workshops in the past. In fact, I remember sitting in on Ray Edwards' copywriting workshop last year, and it had a massive turnout, hundreds of people in his copywriting workshop. And again, there's a lot of these people who have these all-access tickets, and they come the day early, they attend these workshops, and there there are... a a smaller selection. I don't know how many there are, but the reality is from what I've seen and what I've heard from my friends who have done these workshops that they have significant turnouts. Now, I don't know how many people coming to a social media marketing event are going to see the title, you know, how to develop a mindset to achieve any goal. Uh, if that's the type of content they were thinking of when they signed up for an event such as this. But this was a a topic that Mike proposed, and I'm like, dude, if you're going to allow me to run with that, I am so running with that. And I could not be more excited. Now, what I've taken is uh, I created the slides a couple weeks ago for this, and I knew exactly what I was going to do when I... when Mike came up with this, I'm like, okay, there are three different sessions that I teach at the Free the Dream Conference. And then there's an entire fourth session, which is a goal-setting workshop. And since I have a, and by the way, this isn't just a 45-minute session. These workshops on Wednesday, they're 90 minutes, an hour and a half. I mean, I have the awesome privilege and honor of those who attend my workshop, I get 90 minutes of their precious life <laughs> to speak into their lives. And, and I could not even begin to tell you how much of an honor that is for me and how seriously I take this. So I was thinking, it's like, what, how, I'm, I need to take the slides from the three sessions I teach and the, the, the actual one-hour goal-setting workshop that I do at Free to Dream And I wonder if I can condense all of these total of four sessions 
into one condensed 90-minute session. And of course, I've been to the SCORE conference, so I know how to do it. I can can condense it down into a 40-minute session if I need to. But the fact that I get 90 minutes, I, I just went into Keynote and I started to pull these slides from these different sessions. And I'm like, okay, let's take that out, take that out put this session here, move this over. And and I went through my slides just before hit coming in here to record this episode the first time. Uh, and I, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. I have no idea. I, there, I could have five people in the room for my workshop when they see that it's a how to, how to develop a mindset to achieve any goal. I, I could have five people in the room, and those people would be people that are in my community. It's like, Cliff, I'll, I'll, I'm here to support you. Or there could be three to 500 people in this room to, on Wednesday. And you know what? It, it doesn't matter to me if it's five or 500. I am excited to share what's on my heart to share about the mindset for develop, uh, how to develop a mindset for achieving any goal that you set out to achieve. I mean, and and I feel confident. And I got to tell you, it's crazy. I, I know that I teach this stuff. I have an entire conference on mindset. And, and it's crazy how I'm like, my own mindset, I had to work on it. It's like, wait a second. You know, is anybody coming to social? I mean, is anybody coming to this event for this kind of content, are the, I mean, I know Mike's the one who suggested it, uh, but are people going to come? I I don't know. <laughs> I'll be able to tell. I'll be, I hit my mic out of the way. I'll be able to tell you next week when I get back if people came. But um, I'm I'm really stoked for this opportunity, and and I'm really delighted because I have been able to achieve pretty much most every dream that I've ever set out to do. And and yes, there are goals that I've set that I've expressed publicly and right at the exact deadline that I wanted to achieve them, I may not have hit those exact things. However, any goal that I've never given up on, I, and I'm still working towards, I, I either have already achieved that goal or I know for a fact I will achieve that goal. It's not a question of if, it's sometimes a question of when. So I may not hit the goal by the deadline that I initially set for myself. And it's again, it's usually not a, a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. There's a lack of implementing things. Sometimes there's a lack of leverage. There are, and, and one of the steps in, in my step-by-step goal for achieving any uh, in any or step-by-step process for achieving any goal, the one of them is evaluating your results. So you you take whatever actions you say you're gonna you need to take, the things that you've been taught, the things that you feel intuitively you want to go for, the things you want felt led to try, and you go and implement. You take massive action, and and then all of a sudden it's like okay, now let's evaluate the results here. And I also teach when you're evaluating those results, you have to make three decisions. Number one, what are you focused on? It's typically the results that you're evaluating. Number two, what's the second vital decision you make? Well, you, it's the, the meaning. What meaning are you going to associate to those results? I'm a failure. I, I, maybe I should give up. Maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. You know, th- that's one. Or, oh my gosh, I said I was going to have a conference. My first conference was going to have 300 people. I had 87. What does this mean? 
Well, it means that, wow, I successfully uh, validated that 87 people were willing to pay for this. I successfully validated at Free the Dream 2018 that one person felt confident, so confident in what I was offering through Free the Dream that they came all the way from Paris, France. One person came all the way from Germany. The other 85 people came from all over the United States. And these people paid a significant amount of money to invest. And in fact, of the 87 people, all but I think four of them purchased a VIP ticket to Free the Dream 2018. This is excellent. That's the meaning that I associated to it. But I also associated that, wow, I really made a lot of extremely uh, excruciatingly difficult decisions that were wrong when it came to the marketing of this event. I had a lot of limiting beliefs that I need to, that now I'm aware of, now I'm, I've discovered the, the source of those beliefs. I have since disassociated. I, sent, I, I, I basically got them all together. I said, listen, uh, it, it's been a fun ride together. I don't remember how we initially, actually, I do remember how we initially got together. I remember our first date when I started. And then all of a sudden when I'm like, yeah, I think me and this belief, we can go steady. But it's like, it's time to break up. I disassociate myself from those beliefs about marketing this event, about my future, about who I am and what I'm able to achieve in this world. There's so many beliefs that I realized were keeping me from achieving what I set out to do. So I evaluated those results. I was focused on the results and I assigned powerful meanings to them. I used transformative language to describe what those results were. I defined the problems that I faced in solvable terms. And then the third decision, by the way, so you, you, what are you focused on is the first decision. The second is what meaning are you going to associate? And the third is what actions are you going to take? So I then changed my approach. So much I'm going to teach about uh, how to achieve all of these things. And the reality is, is I have been able to do so many things in my life as a result of all these things that I'm teaching. And it's, and it's like, wow, if people could understand that it, it comes down to what is your belief system and understanding where motivation really comes from, the, the absolute essential key of leverage, turning things that you want, something that you feel like you need, something that you feel like you should have, I'd like to, and getting rid of all of that and turning it into something you absolutely must have. There is no option. You get the leverage to make a decision that this is going to happen no matter what. Nothing will ever stop me from achieving this, getting that kind of leverage and then following a very specific step-by-step process. That's what I teach at Free the Dream. And I'm teaching an abbreviated version of that for 90 minutes on Wednesday at Social Media Marketing World. (sighs) That's my friends is one thing that's going on right now. Another thing that's happening is right after I get back, Stephanie and I are hosting the first ever thriving marriage workshop. 
When we did Free the Dream 2018, we did not realize the impact that that message would have on marriages. Yeah, we thought, you know, people, some people would come and they would understand and apply the Free the Dream message, the mindset message, the goal setting message, the the pursuit of your dream, becoming all you were created to be. We thought a lot of people would come and apply that to their businesses. They did. But we never realized the impact it would have on marriages. There were a couple of folks who brought their spouses to Free the Dream, and they felt like, matter of fact, the way that they would describe um, their being invited to Free the Dream by their husbands was, I was drugged here by my husband. You know, my husband dragged me to this event. And the way that message impacted them, and then the way that in that message having a shared experience and shared language from that event has transformed their marriage. And there were specifically a couple marriages that were represented there, and Stephanie and I started to dream, I wonder if we could create some sort of marriage conference or maybe even a workshop in the Next Level studio. And so we talked about that a couple episodes ago. Stephanie and I did an episode called Doing Life Together Versus Living Together, and we announced that on April 4th, 5th, and 6th, we're going to host our very first ever Thriving Marriage Workshop. Well, I'm happy to tell you that three marriages represented from attendees from Free the Dream Conference have already registered and are coming to our Thriving Marriage Workshop on April 4th, 5th, and 6th here in our home in the Next Level Studio, which is basically our dream home that we built with the business that we dreamed of that allowed us to have a training facility for up to 14 people here in our home. And oh, we are so excited. We still have a few more spots available for that. You can learn more at mindsetanswerman.com slash life together. If you and your spouse would like to join us that weekend, head over to mindsetanswerman.com slash life together. Uh, so that's happening uh, right after I get back from San Diego, I will Stephanie and I will be finalizing the the sessions. We already know all the topics. We're just we need to put together the slides, um, and oh, it the it it's going to be a transformative transformative experience for those marriages. Stephanie and I even went back to a marriage conference that we attended twice, fifteen years ago and fourteen years ago. And we went back just for a refresher of, you know, the transformative message that we received then and how we've gotten to the place where today we are experiencing more love, joy, and abundance in our relationship than when we first got married. It, it's it crazy. And we've been married for more than 22 years now. So, yeah. Anyway, there's that. Um, right after the Thriving Marriage uh, Workshop, Stephanie and I have it on our calendar to go into full-on planning phase for Free the Dream 2019. That means that I will be reaching out to the speakers that we intend uh, to bring back, the, that maybe some of those speakers that came from uh, came and spoke last year. Some of them we will be inviting back. There is a large number of people in my community that have said, Cliff, if there's ever an open spot, I would love to throw my name into the, the hat for you to choose from for future speakers. It's a very difficult decision because our speaker, your lineup last year was so amazing. Uh, so we've got a lot of planning to do, a lot of decisions to make, a lot of difficult decisions on the, on the, on the speakers. And once we have those speakers 
Uh, once we reach out to those speakers, get some confirmations on board, then we'll work on updating that sales page, just, uh, going in and listing out all the speakers that are going to be there. And then we will um, uh, start officially start aggressively marketing uh, Free the Dream 2019, which by the way, if you want, you can go to freethedream.live, freethedream.live, or freethedreamconference.com. Either one, e- whatever is easiest for you to remember. It's a live event, so it's freethedream.live, or freethedreamconference.com. Either one will take you to the same place. It, there's an opportunity for you to to grab a seat right now. I think it's 25% off, so... Grab that if you if you can. Um, the by the way, the next level mastermind is going extremely well. This is something that uh, I started eighteen months ago, and there ah, the the opportunity to do life with other people who are succeeding at a high level already in their businesses in the morning session of the next level mastermind. These are people who are full time self employed already. These are people who already have products and services. They're already successfully monetizing their their businesses at a very high level. And what they're a lot of them they have in conference. What they have in common is that they're adding some more online components to what they're doing: online content creation, mailing lists, sales funnels, and marketing. uh, Online courses. They're adding a lot more of that element to it. Not everyone. Some of them are just there to do life and be surrounded with other high-achieving, self-employed business owners. That's the morning session of the Next Level Mastermind. I have a few spots still available there in the morning session every Wednesday from 9.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. That's that group. Uh, In fact, uh, just had two, no, yeah, just had two. So uh, Matt Dobschutz just joined us on, uh, Mon- let's see, Wednesday mornings. And then my friend Kathleen Titus is joining. And she will actually, she's going to join next week after Social Media Marketing World. So I'm excited about bringing her in. But we still have two more spots. If you're interested, head over to nextlevelmastermind.info. That's like dot information, but nextlevelmastermind.info and you can apply for that. We also have a Wednesday evening mastermind. It's a the evening session of the Next Level Mastermind. This is typically for people who uh, mostly most of them have a day job, but they're very aggressively uh, working towards full-time self-employment, building their platform, and they're able to invest at, at a very high level into the step-by-step process and and being in a group of other people who are like-minded, who are taking massive action towards growing their platform. And that's typically the makeup of the evening session of the Next Level Mastermind. And the reason why, and by the way, there's a few spots available on that. Um, If you're interested, it happens Wednesday evening from 7.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can apply for that also at nextlevelmastermind.info. And the reason I bring this up is because, well, I've been doing this for 18 months. I've been marking this thing aggressively uh, as as time has gone on. And they're the number one request that I've had from people who aren't a good fit for either of those two groups is, Cliff, I really wish there was a group for high achievers who have a message 
that they're looking to share. They're growing a platform, but are not full-time self-employed and not looking to leave the day job. They, they, do you have a group like that? And until recently, the answer to that question is no. But I recently had a handful of people who asked all at the same time, and I went to one person and said, listen, I've been asked this question so many times. I'm ready to commit to facilitating another mastermind group for those who are not pursuing full-time self-employment. And you're the first person that I'm inviting to be a part of this. And I said, would you be interested in joining? And he said, yes, instantly. And then I have a, a scheduled call for when I return from social media marketing world from a second person who... I feel like there's about a 95% chance will be the second member of that brand new third group that I'll that I'm hosting. And so I share all of this to say to you, if you've been hearing me talk about the next level mastermind for the past 18 months and you've thought, "Man, I wish Cliff had a group for people who were not full-time self-employed." Reach out to me if you've ever wanted to be in a mastermind group relationship with me, but didn't feel like the next level mastermind was a good fit for you. I am not creating a sales page for this, by the way. But if you are in my community, you're hearing my voice right now, you can email me, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. That's cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Put new mastermind group in the subject line and say, Cliff, tell me more about your new mastermind group, and I will be happy to tell you. Um, now, beyond those things, I'll just share with you a few other things that have been going on here. Uh, Stephanie and I still working together in our business. This has been something incredibly awesome, have redefined the way that I work throughout the week. Stephanie and I having Uh, devoted work hours together every Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. We also had Wednesday afternoons, but now that I'm going to be hosting a mastermind group on Wednesday afternoons, uh, making a total of three different mastermind, or actually with the green room, that's a total of four different mastermind groups that I facilitate on Wednesdays. Well, we'll we'll probably not have our business hours on Wednesdays anymore. But anyway, we are knocking things out of the park. In, in fact, it's one of the reasons why I'm in box zero and I've been able to achieve so many crazy things. I mean, I'm so productive these days and not that you guys really care about this, but I'm, I figure some of you might be interested. Um, I, I'm surrounded by extremely smart people, people who are smarter than I am technically. And one of my friends, Mark Mason, encouraged me to check out something called Cloudflare, for helping me manage my DNS records. Because I, for years, I've hosted all of my domains on GoDaddy over at GoDaddy.com. And I just have never changed anything away from there. I think I had like 35 domains at GoDaddy.com. And I made a decision to move my DNS records away from GoDaddy when I was experiencing some real slow results in my in my 
in the web pulling up my sites. Now, the thing is, I wasn't hosting my websites on GoDaddy. My hosting has always been out, well, not always. <laughs> After a few years of hosting at GoDaddy, I switched away from it. But I had my hosting account somewhere else, and I just had the DNS records. That's when you type in, for example, mindsetanswerman.com or cliffravenscraft.com. If you type those in, when you type those domains into a browser, the it goes to a DNS server that then tells your computer where to find that website on the internet. And those DNS records were being hosted by GoDaddy for a long time. And that and sometimes GoDaddy is really slow at serving that information and updating that information if you make any sort of changes. And there had been times when there was a complete outage of their DNS servers. And so my friend Mark Mason is like, Cliff, you just need to switch your DNS over to Cloudflare. And then it became even more important to me when I started using Kajabi. And Kajabi needed me to use, if, if I wanted to use my Kajabi account with a custom domain, such as cliffravenscraft.com, I had to use Cloudflare. So I moved all my, well, most of my DNS records over to Cloudflare a couple years ago. And... I've always still had my registrar, my domain registrar. That's where I register the domain and pay for it every year. I did all of that through GoDaddy. So GoDaddy is the the only thing GoDaddy was doing on on 12 of my domains. I, I still had a total of 35, so there I still have a lot that I haven't done anything with. But 12 of my domains, the DNS records were all being handled by Cloudflare, so for those 12 domains, the only thing GoDaddy was doing for me was they were managing my registration with whoever the ICANN domain internet service people out there, the ones who you actually pay to register. They were just taking care of that transaction for me as a registrar. That's all they were doing for cliffravenscraft.com, freethedream.live, learnhowtopodcast.com, mindsetanswerman.com, ravenscraft.org, thecliffravenscraftshow.com, authenticliferadio.com, freethedreamconference.com, lilyinsurance.com, podcastanswerman.com, stephanieravenscraft.com, and virtualassistantpodcast.com. DNS was all handled through Clarifier, but GoDaddy still was taking care of my annual or however long my registrations, renewals were for my registrations with the internet service organization that handles domain names. So with that being said, the thing is, is I was, for me to be able to pay as low as possible for my domains, I think I paid like $8.76 per year for each .com domain. To get that low of a price, I had to uh, pay like $120 a year for their domain discount membership program. So if I didn't have that, I think it was like $14 or $16 a year for my domains. You know, the thing is I could afford all of those and I just paid it every year. I just paid the $120 membership fee for the discount for me to have the ability to discount my uh, registrations down. Now, the only thing is, is that Cloudflare uh, started offering domain registration and the fun thing is that the re- registration was like only eight dollars and something, and that that's they it it, it was the it was actually I think maybe slightly less expensive than the discount I was getting with GoDaddy, and I got an email 
the other day from GoDaddy saying, hey, just want you to know your your $120 membership fee for your discount club is coming up. And I'm like, okay, maybe this is the time to do it. And so I spent a couple hours doing the transfer, the transformation of all of my domains. So 12 of my domains, I went in and said, okay, let's let's transfer them over to Cloudflare. And what Cloudflare, now some of my domains I had already paid for like five years in advance. What um, Cloudflare does is they they basically charge you for one year of whatever it would cost. And let's just say cliffravenscraft.com, I've already paid for for five years. Well, it just, now it's paid for for six years. Um, if I had a domain that I only paid for one year, now it's paid for two years. So they just add one additional year onto it, and then you can have it auto-renew from Cloudflare from that point forward. So all of the domains that I had that had DNS records with Cloudflare, all of those domains are now fully off of GoDaddy. I mean, I had to go, I had to go into Cloudflare and request the transfer. I had to get, I had to go into GoDaddy and and uh, uh, said um, I had to get an authorization code. I had to unlock them all first. All, I had to unlock the domains. I then had to get authorization codes for each one. I had to put that in. It then went into a, a transfer requested system, and I was able to let it go automatically within four to six days if I wanted, or I could manually approve each one. And I manually approved. Basically spent about two hours on do- transferring 12 domains. And I'm happy to say that of the 12 that I transferred, um, 10 of them say already on Cloudflare and freethedream.live and ravenscraft.org are still transfer in progress. Now, the only re- thing is, is what's interesting about those are the only non.com domains that I transferred over. So uh, .live and .org, I think they probably are just going to take a little bit longer because of, well, I guess they just take longer for those different, uh, what are those, top-level domains. So um, just good to know that. Now, the thing is, is I still have all of those other domains on GoDaddy, and the, and I was looking through them. I'm like, you know what? I've got a bunch of domains that I've registered and I just paid for every single year. I don't want those anymore. And I went in and instead of waiting and t- just letting them, like, let me just keep them. I just deleted them. It's like, I, I don't even want these. I don't even want to be reminded of these when they come up for renewal. There's a lot of domains that are just not that important to me anymore. So I started deleting those. I deleted my subscription to the GoDaddy Domain Discount Club. And and I turned off auto-renew off of all of my remaining domains inside of my control panel on GoDaddy so that now when those things get close to renewal, it'll say, hey, you only have until such and such date for these domains that renew in April. And as those come up, I'm just going to start transferring all of those over to Cloudflare as well. And when it's all said and done, all of my domain registrations and DNS hosting and all of that other stuff will be 100% completely handled by Cloudflare, which, by the way, if you guys are not aware, Cloudflare is lightning fast, super dependable, and if you don't know anything about any of this stuff, then ignore all of this. But for those of you who are just a little bit more geeky and you've been thinking about Cloudflare and you've been thinking about their... Dude, it is it is a pretty sweet deal. The only issue is that there's one domain that I own that I will not be able to switch over to Cloudflare. Uh, they are, by the way, 
Cloudflare is doing my um, DNS records for gspn.tv, but they unfortunately do not have a, uh, the people who run the top level domain for .tv, it's not a supported TLD for Cloudflare. They say they may, you know, check back soon. Who knows? They may work out an agreement to to work to to also register those. But uh, it seems like gspn.tv. They'll I'll have one domain still on GoDaddy, and when it comes time to renew that one again. I'll either consider how much longer do I need to keep gspn.tv. For those that don't know, gspn.tv was the it's it was called the Generally Speaking Production Network, and it's where I hosted a total of thirty one different podcast shows that I personally hosted and produced it produced myself. They were my shows. Yes, I've done that many different podcast shows. And I haven't done gspn.tv content in a while. It's just there for archival purposes at this point. And who knows? I, I may either decide to just keep that. I think a .tv domain, it's like $35 a year or something like that. But that's something that I was working on, just things that randomly uh, came across my thing. I was like, ah, let, me, let me save a little bit of money here, get faster DNS, get faster everything, and, and get rid of GoDaddy. <laughs> So I'm I'm actually kind of excited about that. Um, one other thing that I have done, I, I I think I may have mentioned this in my um, audio journal podcast. I have been using Trello a lot now that Stephanie and I are working together. Trello is a actually it's a free service. Um, of course, I'm using it so much now. There are the potential for me to maybe want to upgrade to one of their paid accounts due to the the number of additional features that I might like to use. They have these things called power-ups or something like that where you can see everything that's on your thing, um, on your one of your boards in a calendar format. Anyway, I've been using this for a lot of project management, creating this visual flow, visual workflow of projects that we're working on. We we have a different board for, we share a board for our shopping list for our personal use. We have a different board for our to-do items that we are working on. We have like, hey, here's what we have uh, to do today. Here's some things that we're going to do tomorrow. Here's some things that we're going to do within the next week, the next you know, the next month. And we are consistently going into that board and reevaluating the order of all of those. You can just drag and drop them from one uh, list over to another list. It's super visual, super easy to use. If you've never checked out Trello before, it, it just go to Trello.com, T-R-E-L-L-O.com and just sign up for a free account and create a board and play around with it and see if you can find some videos. You might even want to just, let me just check and see what YouTube has. So if I go to youtube.com and Trello, I'm going to do Trello Tutorial 2018. Here's a bunch of Trello tutorials. So go on to YouTube and just look at how people are using Trello to get ideas this is a service that I've known about for years, but we're using it a great deal. Stephanie and I are using it a great deal, and I love it. Matter of fact, there's this, for free the dream, 
let me give you see if I can give you an uh, an idea of of how I'm using a Trello board for free the dream marketing. So, for example, the conference I have. Uh, if you can imagine, I'm looking at a big, huge, gigantic board, and on that board, there's a number of lists from the left, from left to the right, and on each list, there is a card. Kind of imagine a bulletin board with different columns, and imagine like a post-it note that is stuck under under each column. The first column or the first list says people I need to reach out to, and then the second one says these people who originally reached out to me. And then there's another list that says virtual ticket holders who have not yet purchased. That's people who have purchased Free the Dream 2018 virtual ticket but did not yet have not yet purchased Free the Dream 2019 tickets yet. Here's another list says Free the Dream 18 attendees who have not yet purchased a ticket to Free the Dream 2019. The next list says mastermind members who have not signed up yet. Then the the next uh, list or column says opened discussion. That means I've emailed them to open the discussion to talk about signing up for Free the Dream 2019. The next column says in discussion. You know, we're actually that, that means they've responded to me. We are we are now having a dialogue about them coming to Free the Dream. Then the next list says pending sign up. That means they've said, hey, yes, I'm definitely going to sign up. And so it goes into a pending sign up and I can put a due date for follow up. Uh, there's another one that says will commit soon. That means like, ah, you know what? I, I, I definitely plan on coming, you know, probably be a couple months before I, I sign up. That's not pending sign up. That's will commit soon. So that's going to go over to that list and then have a follow up date. And then there's one that says, maybe future event. That means that they said no to Free the Dream 2019, but they are definitely interested in, in attending a future event. And then there's one that just said, they said no. <laughs> that's, that's another column. And then there's another column to the, all the way to the right that says successful sale. So for example, Scott Harvey, Casey Price, Jason and Teresa Arnold, Neil O'Reilly, and a VIP guest of his, uh, Crystal Foth, Chrissy Meyer, uh, Tamara Robbins, Rick Copeland, Winston Faircloth, Frank and Gina Lipsky, Mark Cundiff, Peter and Allison Adal, William Stevenson, and Brian Floyd and Jason Kavler. All of those people are in the successful sale column because they have already purchased a ticket for Free the Dream 2019. Now, the thing is, is I, all of these first columns need I need to reach out to. They've originally reached out to me. These are people who purchased a VIP or a virtual ticket last year but haven't signed up. The people who came to the event last year but haven't yet signed up for this year and people who are in one of my facilitated mastermind groups. All of those people, I have all of those columns have lots of names on them. And those are people I'm personally going to move over to the opened discussion. Uh, by basically, that means I'm going to send them a text message, a personal video message, an email, something. I'm going to open the discussion with them, and that means sending them a communication, and it's going to stay in the column open discussion until they respond to me, and then I'm going to move it over to in discussion. That's if in discussion, that's if when they respond, they say, hey, yes, I have a question. What about this? Have you thought about, the, you know, I, this? if it's still, if we're having a conversation, it'll go in, in discussion time. And the cool thing is I can just drag them from, let's just say, uh, mastermind members that have not signed up yet. So for example, Brad Miller, 
All right, Brad, if you're listening, I'm talking about you. So Brad Miller was a, a Free the Dream attendee who attended 18, Free the Dream 18, but hasn't marked. But so he, technically, he could be in both columns, but I know he's in my mastermind group as well. So let's just say Brad Miller. I reach out to him and say, hey, Brad, I'd love to talk to you about coming to Free the Dream. Is there any questions that you have? I'd love to, to see you again. What's the likelihood that you're going to join us again for Free the Dream 2019? Are you going to bring your wife along? So that would be me reaching out to him, and I would move, I would just drag his name over to the open discussion topic. And then if he responds to me and, and he's got questions, he's, he's got questions, you know, we're just going to open, we're having ongoing conversation, then I'd move his name over to the end discussion. If he says, yes, Cliff, I'm going to sign up. I just haven't had a chance yet, uh, but I will do that soon. I'll move him to pending sign up. Or, hey, I, you know, I'm not ready to commit yet. Um, you know, check in with me in about a month from now. I would move him to will commit soon. Um, and then... If he says, no, Cliff, I'm going to have to skip this year because of this and this, but it definitely will be back, I promise. I'll move him to maybe future event. Or, hey, Cliff, I'm just not going to be able to do it. You know, I'm trying to slow down, cut down on the number of events that I'm going to. Then I'll put said no. Or, who knows, I might actually move him over to successful sale. It's just a really easy, if you can think about uh, a digital cork board with lots of columns and each person's name is a post-it note, but it's all digital, and you can just unpin them from one column and move them over to another column. And the idea is to get people to who are potentially going, who are potentially interested that you know would be potentially interested in your event, and taking them from the left and moving them closer towards one of the columns at the end, which is either uh, pending sign up, will commit soon maybe not this time, but maybe the next time, or I'm just not interested, or successful sale. The idea is to take a potential, somebody that I think is interested, from the left and move them to one of those categories or one of those columns over to the right. And to do that inside of Trello, if you could just see this, hopefully I've explained it in a way that that makes sense. But if you go onto YouTube and search Trello tutorial, you're gonna find all kinds of examples of people using these kind of things, and it's really awesome. Well, my friends, I, I think that's going to wrap it up here. I don't want to carry on too long. I hope you guys don't mind another episode with a lot of personal updates, just a po- just the things that are going on in my life, things that are going on in my business. I hope that I've entertained you for this hour that we've had together. I hope that uh, you've maybe picked up just a little bit of some kind of educational value out of something that I've shared during the previous uh, hour here. I hope that you've been encouraged. I hope that just hearing my voice encourages you to stay on the path of your dreams and goals and to do that work that you feel most called to do in this world. For those of you who are interested in a mastermind group, uh, if you're full, if you're on the path of full-time self-employment, if you're already extremely successful and, and you just want to really take things to a whole new level, then the next level AM group, next level mastermind AM group might be just for you. If you're at the earlier stages of building that platform, haven't yet left the day job, but you're on the path towards leaving the day job, the PM group of the next level mastermind would be a great fit for you there. Get you in a community with other people just like that, in that right where you are. With me as your facilitator and mentor along the way, I want to help you succeed in ways that you could never dream of doing on your own. Those both are available at nextlevelmastermind.info. Apply 
there. And then, of course, for those of you who have been thinking, if you've ever thought, Cliff, I would love to be in a mastermind relationship with you, but the next level mastermind has not been the right fit for me. Email me personally, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Put new mastermind group in the subject line and say, Cliff, tell me more details. And I would love to personally read and reply to your email. And I am getting ready to go to social media marketing world. I'll try not to take two to three weeks to get back to you. My intention is to stay at Inbox Zero at least, a, at least once every day during the next several days. But... Uh, it, I, I wonder if I'll have the leverage to do it. We'll see. Email me and let's find out. Cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level.